Super Scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. Some call it the greatest derby in the world. It is certainly the game that divides a country. When Celtic play Rangers, Scotland holds its breath. It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans. Would you have signed for Celtic? No. Would you, Peter, have signed for Rangers? No chance. Absolutely not. Henrik was, um, you know, I call him a freak of nature. You know, 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that is just freakish. For me, it's the best Rangers team of all time that we were up against, and that's the biggest compliment I can pay those guys. When you walk in the doors, there's a special aura. When Graham left, David Murray actually just said, what do we need here? And we all said straight away, is that man there? Our challenge, when, when Graham came in, was to put Celtic off the, the top of the league. I don't care who we lose at me. See if you win a sign for us, you can't lose at me, Rangers. I'd have given the world for us. The old firm is beyond anything I've experienced and ever seen and all that as well and you don't know how it is until you actually experience it yourself. Each family hands down the mantle supporting their particular team and that'll carry on forever. Super Scoreboard The old firm through the decades. 141-951-1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Lee Griffiths and Craig Gordon have been handed Scotland recalls for next week's crunch playoff in Serbia James Tavernier is focusing on clean sheets and Benfica more than his own goal tally and after rediscovering his goal scoring touch in recent weeks Mohamed Il Yunusi says it's too early to think about his Celtic future beyond the end of this season I'm Gordon Duncan joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna and Steve Clark going for experience Griffiths, Gordon and Grant Hanley two back for the big night in Belgrade a week in Thursday Rangers have a big night in Lisbon before that but no Jones no Edmondson they're at home self-isolating and Celtic they've got Sparta Prague at home on Thursday and Neil Lennon will be looking to get back into the Europa League group after a much better week Big few weeks of football Gordon everything starts on Thursday night uh, Europe again for the two teams Celtic and Rangers um, going quite well and then obviously the weekend and then into the international fixture which is so so important but delighted that two guys that could make a difference um, Griffiths especially I don't know if he'll start I don't think he should start but coming off the bench and the man in form just now if anything happens to David Marshall Craig Gordon fantastic 0141 that is the number you need to get in touch with the guys and put your point across to the panel so don't hang around let's hear from you 0141 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Stevie Clark Scotland squad what do you make of it big games at the weekend big European games on Thursday night whatever else might be on your mind let's do it all on the phones and on Twitter We will start with that Scotland squad But Roger Hanna It's Tuesday night You guys are more than used to this by now Where you straddle The weekend's talking points The the fallout from massive games In Cup and League um, But of course looking ahead to Equally big games in the Europa League as well Yeah um, A couple of big performances from the old firm teams on Sunday uh, Rangers had a horrible record at Rugby Park I think they lost five and drawn two of their last eight in the league So to go there and win even 1-0 Is for me significant in terms of the Premiership title race And then Celtic having 
shown in flashes in Lille They were getting back to their best Just slapped Aberdeen down in the first half at Hamden They are back in a Scottish Cup final Against Hearts for the second consecutive season That first Hearts Celtic final season it seems like A, a million ago, years yeah. ago But they go again on December 20 And it's kind of sneaked up a little bit The potential of a fourth consecutive treble yeah, a lot of good football, a lot of exciting football. I thought that uh, I said I predicted 1 1, uh, and a lot of people looked at me if they say, What are you doing? Because Rangers were in such great form. Uh, I thought it would have been a real. I took into consideration conditions as well for the players. I took into consideration that the, the week that uh, Rangers had, I know they've got a massive mm. squad, the place that they were going to. Uh, but they proved me wrong. Uh, they get the one nil. I thought they seen out the game terrifically well. I thought tactically the manager got it correct. And then later on in the afternoon, I thought Celtic were excellent first half against Aberdeen. Uh, I know Aberdeen came into it a little bit in the second half, but there was never any doubt of the result in Celtic in our final. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're here until eight o'clock, but it's always good to get the calls in nice and early and let us know what you're thinking tonight. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's start with that Scotland squad. No real surprises, but the headlines, if you like, Lee Griffiths is back. Craig Gordon is back. There are also recalls for the likes of Grant Hanley, and pretty much everyone who played a major part in the last. Round of international fixture keeps their place. So the likes of Andy Considine um, stays in the team. Kieran Tierney, Scott McKenna, Ollie Burke, Liam Palmer, Stuart Armstrong, Ryan Christie, the guys who missed out because of either injury or coronavirus related issues, they're all back in. Um, but I think, Roger, it is, it's fairly obvious the headlines Lee Griffiths and Craig Gordon. Yeah, it looks a really strong squad. Um, I would caution Gordon though There are still nine days to go mm-hmm. Before the game And in this most bizarre of years You would just really keep your fingers crossed That the squad still looks as strong By kickoff time in Belgrade a week on Thursday um, You touched on Tierney Armstrong Christie We all know what happened to them In the last international group With the, 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 the COVID-19 And the self-isolation There were injuries as well As you say Burke out Palmer out um, McKenna was out Cooper was out Eventually So Steve Clark, you can't drop them in Cotton Wool. They've got games to play for their clubs. Some have got two games to play for their clubs before this game. You would just mm. really, really, for once, let's hope they're all fit for the game. I mean, James Forrest aside, Gordon, that has to be as strong a squad, really, as, as we could possibly have come up with. And arguably, the strongest squad we've had in, in quite some time. As Roger says, we touch wood, we cross our fingers, we, we hope for the best that nothing um Causes us any real difficulty Between now and next Thursday Yeah we've got to have that squad gone Because it's got to be such a difficult game for us uh, But uh, there's a lot of confidence in the squad um, I think the addition of guys like Craig Gordon Who was I thought brilliant uh, Against Tibbs at the weekend um, Griffiths the, Okay He's not had a lot of game time But every time he comes on the pitch He looks sharp He can get you goals uh, I think that's a good addition as well Especially if you're up against it And you've got someone Now if, I think if, if all the squads uh, fit I could be wrong I can't see Griffith starting mm. um, But for having someone of that yeah. calibre Coming off the bench would be a great boost So many big questions though Roger Because as Gordon says Does, does Lee Griffith start? 
Does that jersey belong to Lyndon Dykes? Can Lee Griffiths go alongside Lyndon Dykes? Or does that jersey belong to, to Ryan Fraser or perhaps a Ryan Christie? Then you go at the back. You've got someone like Andy Considine who came in and did so well, got all the plaudits, um, so much positivity surrounding his performance. But Kieran Tierney's back and Scott McKenna's back. So do they play? Does Stephen O'Donnell hold on to his place from last time? Th- Big, big decisions for Stevie Clark this time Yeah and, and Nice has, decisions to have Nice decisions to have now But he is a pragmatist I don't think Steve Clark will allow himself To start picking the team in his head yet Because Simply because of what happened the last time You know, he, he, he did have a team in his head And the team was wrecked by injuries And by the Covid incident at the team hotel um, So He's got a good squad there I think he knows He's going to have to be flexible um, In an ideal world Surely The likes of Tierney w- Would start the game Of course he would In an ideal world I think he would like To put Dykes and Fraser Together again I think Lee Griffiths If everyone's fit I think Lee Griffiths Will start mm. on the bench you have So to that remember, would mean No Ryan Christie either then Not necessarily If you're no. playing a 3-5-2 You could surely Jack play. and McGregor Not got those McGinn They not got that 3 nailed down I'd not, Honestly, in that area, I'm not sure anybody's got anything nailed down. No. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. So many questions. Hopefully, you can provide the answers. What do you make of the Scotland squad in general? How happy or otherwise are you to see Lee Griffiths and Craig Gordon back? And what about all those predicaments? How much loyalty would you show to the guys who did a good job last time? How much would you take into consideration the players returning who perhaps on paper? Operate at a higher level You tell us 01419511025 Stevie Clark says Lee Griffiths Has proven he has what it takes To get back amongst the goals At international level However He is warning the striker He'll need to be in top shape To play his part for his country When you look at Lee Over the years He's always Been a goal scorer He's a, he's a dangerous player In the 18 yard box uh, The opposition's 18 yard box I think the goal he scored Against Aberdeen A couple of weeks ago In the league uh, It shows you what he's all about Really Sometimes you need off the bench You need a goal With Lee in the squad He could give us that option uh, Lauren Shankland in the squad Can give us that option So The more options I've got The better And Lee's certainly One of those options For the boys coming into the squad They have, they have to step up to the mark Because the, the lads that have been in for me Have done really well Lee hasn't scored for Scotland For a long time Because he hasn't been in the squads For, for various reasons uh, he's, he's got the chance now coming into the squad and, and hopefully he can do what he does best. I think he has to be 100% when he, when he goes to the pitch. Now, whether he goes to the pitch for 97 minutes, 120 minutes or, or 20 minutes, is, he has to be 100%. So uh, I think every, every player, certainly at the level that we're looking to play at, has to be 100% for whatever amount of time they're on the pitch. William is on the line. William, what do you make of that squad that we heard announced today then? Hi, how you doing guys? Good evening to you. Good. Hi, welcome. Uh, I think it's great that Griffiths has got his chance again. It's great that I think Considine's back in the squad. He deserves it after his performances. And I'm a wee bit disappointed that, that, that Naismith, uh, no Naismith, uh, Nisbet didn't make it. I think he's playing better than Shanklin and I think he probably deserves a, a place for Shanklin. But I think the squad does look strong, as Roger said. And I think... Uh, I think Lee Griffiths offers more than just goals, goal scorers. He, he offers set plays, he offers uh, dead ball situations and different things like that. So I think I think Griffiths is is, is a great uh, a great uh, addition to the squad. Uh, I don't know what the guys thinking of. I totally agree. Um, I just listened to Steve Clark there. His interview. I know that sometimes you you, you get caught up in a little bit. He was talking about 
you know, the impact of Griffiths and Shankland and people like that coming off the bench. Uh, that, that's what makes me think right away. He is going to be on the bench. Do you think he's shown his hand already? Yeah, on that? yeah. If you listen back to an interview, I think as a manager, he, he has showed his hand. Because unless there's a problem with Dykes, then he's going to start with Dykes because it'd be very unfair not to. But if Griffiths was 100%, and he'd been playing mm. with Celtic week in, week out. I think Griffiths is the best option we've got. Unfortunately for Lee Griffiths, it hasn't been like that just now. But what a what a chance to get back on the bench, and you're sitting there, and if you're a Scotland manager, you look round now, you look at Shankly, I agree with William, I think Nisbet at, at Hibs has been brilliant. I really do. I'm very surprised with him. I didn't think he would he would make such an impact as quickly. Uh, I know he missed the penalty kick in, at the weekend, but uh, everybody can miss one of them. But I think he's been really good. But I just think Griffiths is that cut above these sort of guys. With regards to Nisbet not getting a call up and, and Shanklin, for instance, staying in it, as William mentions, Roger, how much does continuity come into it? Because I know we always talk about picking players in form, but let's say Nisbet has, in recent weeks, Edged slightly Ahead of Lauren Shangley He still doesn't have any caps Is this the type of game That you're really going to Throw someone in To You know Uncapped Just because he's Got You know 5% better form Than someone who's been there And, and, and seen it before No I don't see that As being Steve Clark's style to be perfectly honest um, You have to remember Lorne Shanklin Came off the bench To score a penalty In the shootout Against Israel That got Scotland Into this final um, He scored goals For Steve Clark before I think there is a degree Of loyalty there You know Players who are loyal To Steve Clark Steve Clark likes to repay it um, My understanding is Kevin Nisbet Is very much on the radar I would think If anything befell Say Shanklin Or Callum Patterson Or Griffiths Or Ollie Burke yeah. You might see Kevin Nisbet Involved in these games um, So you think He could be next in line He could be the the, the that, call up for the that, for the inevitable call off that, we'll, that, that we seem be, to get. Yeah, I, I don't think you'd be far off the mark there, and I think it would be remiss not to speak about um, the interview that Kevin Nisbet gave yesterday. Unbelievable. His maturity, yep. um, the loss that Kevin Nisbet and his family have suffered in the last few days, the courage the young boy showed, not only in taking the penalty and actually just play, playing yeah. in the game at Hamden on Saturday. And we can only wish Kevin Nisbet and his family well in the future. William, you mentioned you're pleased to see Andy Considine in there because you're you're so happy with the job he did last time, and I think everyone was. Can he realistically keep a, a place in the team ahead of someone like Kieran Tierney, based on, on what we saw the last time? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't watch English football, so I know he played really, apparently he played really well against um, Man United, but. Uh, I know what I know what Tierney delivers. I know what he can give you. You know, so it's. I mean, it's a that that's a that's a great question for Clark. You know, I mean, he when he when he got asked about Constantine, he said it was a no-brainer. You know, so to me, he he obviously rates some, and and it's up to other players to take that spot off him. Do you know? I, I mean, uh, I was listening to Elinusi today talking about when he played Norway, uh, when he was playing Norway and Serbia, and he was asked about. What Serbia were like, you know, and he says they weren't aggressive enough. So I think Constantine probably gives you that wee more aggression at the back than what Tierney would give you. You know, Tierney's tenacious as well. You know, he's tenacious and doesn't let MD pass you. You know, so I think uh, I think it's a it's a real tough one for Clark. 
Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it is a real tough one. Uh, Considine, I thought, was very good when he, he played with Scotland, and people were saying, you know, he should have been capped earlier. Whether you agree or disagree, that's your opinion. I think that the boy's been excellent for Aberdeen, great loyalty to the club. But if you're playing what I call a cup final, and you've got someone with the quality of, of Tierney there, he's got to play. Is 100% agree. Is the bigger decision not whether Scott McKenna yeah. comes back in or Declan Gallagher, who was mm-hmm. outstanding in three games, I don't keeps think his place? I don't think there's a decision there either. I would, I would play Gallagher yeah. all day. So I would go, all day. I would go, I'll tell you now, if they're all fit, you go McTominay, Gallagher, Tierney, for yeah. me. Yeah, I agree. So no, so no Cooper, no McKenna? No. Okay. Yeah. There is no right or wrong answer, just... But just exploring. We don't know who's going to be available. Well, we're these, assuming these, they're all these fit. These are the times we live in yeah, at the minute. For, for the purposes of the, the discussion, we'll assume they're all fit. Thank you to William on the line. Lee Griffiths, Craig Gordon, Grant Hanley. None of you have picked Grant Hanley, incidentally. No, um, okay, I'm still sticking with that. Uh, Brian is also on the line. Brian, is there enough to get excited about in that squad? I absolutely. I think um, no. What 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 I would say is uh, the, the manager. Uh, I find to be quite droll watching him, but that inspires me a wee bit. I, I think it's, I think he's a man who's very studious. He will not let his heart rule his head. Now that isn't in any way indicative of the boys that have played and got us to this position. And and in the, the right heart, the boys would probably play. And at my boys' club football, they're the boys, the, the boys that got us there. They're the boys that would play. But I think this man's got his head sorted. You know, he knows his best team. He knows what's even more exciting for me listening to him earlier on. And with Celtic's return to form, um, it gives him a couple of more aces in his uh, up his sleeve. What he's done is he's, he's watched the opposition, Serbia. Um, you know, like and gave them the, the full respect, and he will use the very best. Team that he can Now We're a, a nation of How many millions And we've all got our opinions But his opinions Are one that matters I feel That He'll play Tierney Because Tierney's a, a Rolls Royce player You can't um, And the, the best will of the world Big Constantine's been magic You can't put the two of them On the same page And he has been magic The big guy He's done as, done as a, a But if you've got a Rolls Royce player He goes straight in mm-hmm. He's along there with um, a lad at Liverpool, the captain. He's absolutely brilliant, big hand, he's brilliant too. So your your only thing is, where do you your middle? I quite like the boy McKenna at Aberdeen. Does he go along with McTominay? Um, as I say, Celtic's return to forms gave him the aces in his sleeve. Christie must play. Must play. Um, the wee man, Migraf, I pray that he can get himself. It's, it's not so much his fitness because you guys have said that he's got goals in him from open play. He's got goals on. He's, he's got um, delivery from go uh, from corners. He can strike a dead ball as good as anybody in the country. Never mean just in Scotland. You know anybody in the UK. So if this is where I would be wondering, does he go with the Lyndon Dykes, who's done a good job, but? Again, sparse with his with his um, with his shots and target. He's got a couple of goals, done really well. 
again, you can't take the pass marks away from the boy. But does he go with a Griffiths, even if he gets the first 60 minutes of Griffiths and it gives you two goals? Brian, Brian sorry, I, I've got to stop you. I know what you're saying, right? But if you look at Lee Griffiths now, especially for Celtic, for his club, he's a better impact player, right? Coming off the bench, getting his goals, like at St. Johnson, like at Aberdeen, with terrific. Uh, I think that me personally, I know what you're saying, sometimes I look at players and think, I'm going with my best players for 60, 70 minutes, hope they can get me the game and then put players on to try and, you know, see the game out. I think in this situation, Dykes deserves to be first pick. And I think... Anyway, a- anyway he's not... Is, is his jersey... Yes. To, yeah, to, right to now it is. Because he's playing football as well. Uh, Griffiths isn't playing 90 minutes every week, Gordon. He's in catch-up just now. I think Griffiths is a fantastic option for a manager to come off the bench and change the game for him. Correct. Uh, d- listen, d- Dykes only the line. D- Dykes has been... Exactly what Scotland have been crying out for Had you told me I saw Lyndon Dykes at the start of the season Playing for Livingston Beating at home I think it was by I can't remember his mother Hibs Hibs it was Lyndon Dykes scored a penalty And they lost If you told me then Lyndon Dykes will go on And by this time of year Have five Scotland caps And be nailed on Scotland centre <laughs> forward Have a £2 million move To the English Championship I wouldn't have believed you But the boy just seems to Take on every challenge Seems to rise above every challenge and just seems to keep going in an upward trajectory in his career. He will start. I think Ryan Fraser will start with him. I'm pretty sure Lee Griffiths will start on the bench. Cheers, cheers Brian. Good to speak to you. 01419511025. Craig Gordon is back in the squad as well. We'll hear Stevie Clark's thoughts on that after these. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Usual number if you want to get in touch. You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. And I love some of the reactions uh, to the Scotland squad on Twitter, Roger, because you can tell that we are generally quite sceptical and there, there can be some negativity. So this is about as high as the praise goes sometimes. Edward is on saying, that Scotland team actually reads okay. And uh, Billy Paul as well says, that's an okay score. In, in Scotland terms, these are gushing compliments, but it's because we're so used to uh, the negativity, the moaning that when someone <laughs> says, that's actually okay, that, that's when you know you're you're in the right direction. And, and listen, I'm, I'm beginning to get slightly worried because as the game nears in Belgrade a week and Thursday night, I'm actually surprisingly no, confident it's the hope about that kills it. you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, last playoff, 2003, 17 mm. years ago, a long time ago, against a Dutch team that was just full of superstars. Um, we went close to qualifying for Euro 2008. We were in a group that had three teams that had been at the World Cup quarterfinals a couple of years before, France, Italy and Ukraine. We always seem to come up against big teams. Go back to the, the playoff for Craig Brown's team for Euro 2000 when it was the England team of Scholes, Beckham, Shearer and what have you. It knocked us out then. This time, no disrespect. They've got good names in the squad. Alec Ray will tell you all about Milinkovic, Savic. But Serbia, in a one-off game with no fans... We would have taken this right at the start of the tournament For a place in the finals Let's speak to John in Canvas Lang See what he's got on his mind tonight Hi John uh, Evening panel uh, Roger to the Gordons uh, Obviously this is probably Scotland's biggest game Since I would say when we played Italy And we lost 2-1 We've cheated that game obviously But mm-hmm. this is the biggest game And unfortunately we can't have 
people in pubs and people in people's uh, houses and get the atmosphere up to be behind them and just obviously I know it's unfair but it would be it would be good if they had some of the talent I meant again but obviously it's strange times yeah. now but my point really was it's been discussed a couple of times tonight but I know Gordon feels that Lee Griffiths has made an impact player but this could be one of these games where we only get one or two chances the full game because it could be that tight I think it's going to be one of the games that's been like Scotland games last few games we've got to be pretty to watch but league, I would start with Lee Griffiths and the, the basis that as somebody said before set pieces he's going to be dangerous for them and if we get that one chance I think I'd rather it felt Lee Griffiths and no disrespect to London Dykes uh, I think Lee Griffiths is more likely to put the ball in net and I know he's not played a lot recently and unfortunately it would have been good if this was the third game in the next three internationals coming up and I'd get him in and yeah. got him half an hour but, but I feel as if we've got we can't kind of take a chance we've got to just go and go for it it's a one-off game and I would go with Griffiths any day of the week because he's a most natural finisher we've got for Scotland just now one of the he's done well for Scotland holding the ball up and that but sometimes you watch him and we've got to have somebody that I feel would put the ball in there that would be like Griffiths Here's the thing though I don't think anyone doubts what you're, you're saying John I think everyone agrees about his goal scoring but w- when you reference Lyndon Dykes c- can you really see him being dropped for these games are you talking about playing them both or do you genuinely think you'd rather see Griffiths instead of Dykes if there was a way of playing both of them a 4-4-2 but I, too many midfielders we're going to play 4-4-2 if anything I've got another point to make about who I would play at left back if the panel want to discuss Lee Griffiths first I'll come back in well everybody's got their opinions if Lee Griffiths was playing week in week out I'd agree with that opinion because he is a natural goal scorer, he brings so much to the table. But Dykes has been excellent since he came in. He deserves his start. I think he'll get his start. And I think where Lee Griffiths is now in terms of his football, I think having someone with his ability and, you know, if it's nil now, 65, 70 minutes and he comes on the pitch, that's where John's right. It could be one, two chances in the last free fit. kick, whatever free it may be. Kick, something that just gets you there, Gordon. Lee Griffiths would be the man for that. I think if Steve Clark started Lee Griffiths and it went pear shaped, I think he'd come in for some criticism. It'd be interesting to hear what Neil Lennon says about this tomorrow. Neil Lennon will be speaking to the media ahead of the Sparta Prague game in the Europa League. Um, I would suspect Neil's take on this would be very pleased for Lee that he's been recalled, but. He's not ready to start the game um, Hasn't started any of the games for Celtic And that's at a time when Odson Edward was out of the team After his coronavirus positive test um, Neil said on a few occasions He's still trying to catch up his fitness Griffiths um, I don't think he's caught up sufficiently yet And listen John I know the point you're making If it was the Lee Griffiths Who flashed two free kicks Past Joe Hart That famous mm-hmm. day at Hamden If it was the Lee Griffiths Who was playing for Celtic Hit that hat-trick against St Mirren in March The last game before lockdown but it's not that mm. Lee Griffiths It's the Lee Griffiths of today And even then though You might still have a decision to make Based on the fact that Lyndon Dykes is the man with the jersey And has done it in previous Scotland games Only a couple of weeks ago Yeah And Dykes was the guy who got Scotland Not on his own obviously But the guy who led the line Who I mean he's, he's played far far better for Scotland Than any of us thought he would Let's be honest about it When he was first called up And I've, scored as well though, So it's not goals. like it was and just a People were thinking No oh, listen They're just going to cap him So he can't change his mind And go and play for Australia 
He came in He seized his opportunity He scored goals He's led the line He's looked a far better player On the international stage Than any of us thought he would Gordon He deserves his place mm. In the big game against Serbia What was your other point John? Uh, well I think sound a bit controversial I was on a couple of weeks ago as well But If we're going to start with I don't like the playing Trying to shoehorn Tierney and Robertson And as a team I would rather just go with the one left back And at this moment I would go with Tierney and I know Robertson's our captain and it's not going to happen, he's not going to drop Robertson, but I reckon Tierney for Scotland has done better than Robertson has done for Scotland and I think he's, he's more a balance at the, at the back. Robertson's more about uh, running, bombing forward, plays for a team like Liverpool with a more likely to be attacking and defending, but I feel Kieran Tierney is a better defender than uh, Andy Robertson for Scotland. I know it's not going to happen, but for me, I would pick Tierney over Robertson John you're right there It's not going to happen um, <laughs> Unless there's an injury to Robertson Robertson's a captain Robertson starts There's no doubt about it And he deserves to start Because he's a world class player boy And he shows that in the English Premier League Every single week with his performances The good thing about the formation with Scotland And Steve Clark is He can get both players in the team And natural bit like say you look at Tierney can play left centre back and it has been but that's where he plays now yeah, isn't it that's yeah, the thing with Arsenal and I watched Arsenal the weekend at Old Trafford and they were excellent so he knows how to play that position so when you've got two players of that quality and you can get them into that formation that they, they're suited to and very comfortable you don't have a problem John you're getting Tierney in and Robertson in mm. the left wing back where he's absolutely terrific and also pl- players aren't daft Players would expect Steve Clark to go with a team that's got Robertson and Tierney in it And the other players in the team, they like to look around They feel more comfortable when they see the bigger name players in the team You know, it would seem odd if one of them wasn't in the team and was stuck on the bench I'm sure they'll play um, Tierney, as you say, terrific at Old Trafford at the weekend he is, he is now essentially a left centre back, isn't yeah. he? I mean, that, that's his position that, at the moment That's so his position in that Arsenal y- team you take, you take John's point that Robertson is not a a wing back He plays as a traditional Left back for Liverpool But th- That's pretty close That You know what we'll, We've got Tierney Playing in a position That he actually plays For Arsenal And yes You're you're maybe asking Robertson To do a slightly Different role That that doesn't sound like It should be the end Of the world No No And Robertson's the captain He's a leader He's won a Champions League He's won an English Premier League Moving from left back To left wing back It isn't much of a Sacrifice for him Thank you very much That was John A Rangers fan From Cambus Lang Stevie Clark's Hailing Craig Gordon's Brave decision To swap Celtic For Hearts Which has helped Reignite his International career Back in the squad The Scotland boss Says they're out To create a small Bit of history Against Serbia But that topping The Nations League group Is also very important Craig I've always Liked as a goalkeeper I actually spoke to Craig Last year When he was at Celtic About his situation And where he was And I just felt That he was very positive About being involved With the, the national team again he, he wanted to be involved I think he made a big Big decision in the, the summer To leave Celtic And go and play at Hearts Back to his first club So he's put himself out there He's got great qualities As a goalkeeper I think, I think he's shown that In recent matches I had no doubts That he would show that anyway Because he's a, he's a top goalkeeper Obviously very very important That as a group Everyone together we, we try and deliver what the what the Tartan Army want, which is to be in the, the final of a major tournament again after a long, long wait. And that's 
that's what we're going to try and deliver. And on the back of that, we've then got two really important games where we can win the, the League B section, which would get us promotion into the A group, which would be great for the for the country, would be great for the coefficient, and, and would help us in, in future quali- qualifying campaigns. Let's bring in Ronnie, who's a Rangers fan from Carluke. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, how are you doing? Not bad at hey, all. I'd like to ask a panel about um, the Scotland game next us and make a bit of history, hopefully. Um, the choice up front of Lyndon Dykes and Griffiths. I'm not a Griffiths lover, but I would think horses for courses, and I would play Griffiths for the start if we want to get through um, and maybe bring Dykes on later on if we need a for drawn or need a, a result. Because for me, Griffiths is the best cycle we've got. I, mean, I know he's no 100% fit, but he certainly knows where the net is. Uh, also, this is a, you'll never get a better chance to get through a major tournament than um, a week on Thursday, so. Do you not think Griffith should play for the start? I think, Gordon, you, you've definitely answered your, your mm-hmm. take on that a couple of times that the other way around for you, Dykes. I'll um, do. R- Roger, c- could you elaborate if you, a new way of, of putting it to Ronnie? Um, I'm not sure if it's new. Um, Dykes and Fraser up front, Griffiths on the bench. Um, I don't think Griffiths is fit to start. As I said, I'm interested in hearing Neil Lennon tomorrow. I think that will be Neil Lennon's take. I don't think Lee mm. Griffiths will start for Celtic on Thursday against Sparta Prague. He hasn't had a start. Um, I think it's unrealistic to expect he would start for the first time this season in a game of this magnitude in Serbia when he hasn't been involved in the national team. Dykes and Fraser have done nothing wrong. They've enhanced their reputations. Definitely, that, that, definitely Ryan Fraser for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So who, who misses out then out of Christie, McGinn, McGregor and Jack? It's an interesting one to say... Is there a way of balancing it? Who who plays on the right? If we're seeing Robertson plays on the left, we've given you a back three of McTominay, Gallagher and Tierney. Marshall will be in Stephen goal. Stephen O'Donnell not going to keep his place? I don't know. You know, Liam Palmer's back in the squad. I, I just think Fraser played well with Dykes. Fraser gives you away from home an out ball with his pace. Um, I thought it was a good partnership. Listen, you could play Ryan Christie mm-hmm. there as well. There are times, if you look at the Celtic team, where Eduardo play... El Yanusi will play Rogic. And you've still got you know Room for a Rogic And a Christie mm-hmm. So Is it ridiculous to think You could have Dykes And Fraser Christie And McGinn And only one of McGregor or Jack Ronnie Looking at the squad overall The guys are disagreeing with you Which is fine That's that's what we're here for They, they don't think Griffiths will start ahead of Of Dykes But Now that we're talking about Even having these types of options Ronnie Does it Does it fill you with a bit of optimism? Yeah, a lot better than about six months ago. We've got strength and depth now. We can play various players. I like, I know I love for the Christie, but I think he's a great player because he plays a certain team. But I think Scotland's got a chance. I still think you don't need 100% um, Griffiths to get a couple of goals because that's what he does. And I think he's a far better player than Dykes, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think. Judging by the calls The callers all, all seem to think that the, the pundits don't seem to go along with it Gordon again Roger mentioned it earlier on But the next Nine days Are going to be crucial Can you stay away from injury? Can you stay away from Covid? Mm-hmm. Because We're talking about Players who are nailed on And players who might come in And no one's even mentioning The possibility That someone like Stuart Armstrong Can start the game A guy who's in a Southampton team That are absolutely Flying At the moment So if we can Go into that game With all these options Gives us a much better chance Oh it gives us a fantastic chance um, Because Seeing the modern day game Now Gordon Especially away from home And this is why I think Griffiths is Is, is a great bet To start on the bench Because of his fitness levels And we've touched on And everything 
Substitutions can win you games now. I think managers have got to earn their corn by substitutions. I really do, uh, with the fact that they've got the quality there to change a game. If you look and we have that squad available for next week, I think Steve Clark's in a real good position mm. because even if we do go with, say Griffiths on the bench, for instance, you're nil-nil with 75 minutes on the clock. You bring a Griffiths on, say it's Armstrong on the bench as well, you bring an Armstrong on, these are the kind of guys that change games for you. Look These at, are the kind of guys that win games for you. Look at Griffiths and Clamalla at Perth the other week. Yeah, and he comes on Aberdeen and, and he gives Celtic such a love with a great goal. Now, nobody's arguing. My point is simple. Do I think Griffiths is a better centre forward than Dykes? Yes, I do. But the position we're in, and Neil Lennon says it week in, week out, that, you know, Lee's still short of fitness. So I just think just now, Griffiths is the bench man to come on and maybe win the game for us. Good man, Ronnie. Thanks for getting in touch tonight. 0141 951 1025. Great time to get your calls in because we're going to get some travel and that means we could be speaking to you next. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. It's 0141 951 1025 at Clyde SSB on Twitter. We're here until 8 o'clock, so there's plenty of time. To get involved in the big stories The big talking points surrounding club football We did kick off tonight With that Scotland squad That's today's big story doing the rounds Let's go back to the phones And see what John in Paisley wants to speak about Hi John How you doing gentlemen? Nice to hear you again We've been on for a wee while What have you got for us John? What's on your mind? Oh who do you think I'm talking about? Two amigos Know what I mean? Gordon and Roger no, they two are they're no amigos. Oh, I mean, oh, right. actually seems to forget the Rangers made them, but it keeps coming up at my level. I guess the Rangers made them. Do you know what I mean? But we're talking about. He always tells us Man City made them, John, as well. I knew there was. Yeah, a new... Man City. I know. One against Celtic made them. I know. The I know. Mark Keith made them. See, so keeps forgetting about that. Anyway, what about the other two amigos, Edmondson and Jones? Is that who you mean? Yes. Yeah, Go for two. it. Go for it. Right, people want to sack them. They want to sack them. Right. There's categories. They're, they're saying Ball and Galway, the Aberdeen amigos, right? First of all, Ball and Galway went to Spain. That's right. Didn't tell anybody. The Aberdeen boys went out partying, caught COVID. These two boys went to a party, weren't involved. They're still under the bubble. I'm looking, hey, I'm looking, doing what they've done. But they got caught. They're not I mean they weren't. They didn't put any any of the clubs in threat. People are saying that's take points off Rangers, whatever. They get caught at a party, stupid, time to move on. Do you know what I mean? They'll get punished for it like everybody else. But you've got to look at the other amigos. They all put people, they, ball and golly, Kilmarnock, the Aberdeen players see them caught it. Different circumstances. You know what I mean? They're stupid for what they've done. You know what I mean? John, it's a unique thing in this part of the world where we. Are determined to, to always talk about Other instances And, and, and we, we try and link everything together And, and you're right Of course there are different circumstances But John Can I just ask you See if Jordan Jones and George Edmondson Hadn't been caught Do you think they would have phoned Rangers And said listen We were at a party last night So we're not going to come in And endanger anyone Well see if they hadn't I'll tell you right now Gordon can I ask you Have you broke any of the rules? Me? Aye Never 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 Have you Roger and Gordon 
If you broke any rules and never told anybody, Th- this amigo I'm never breaks any rules. No, 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 John, please don't ask Gordon Delty <laughs> what, what rules he may or may not yeah. breaking through, broken through right. his life. We had a conversation in the show a week past on Saturday, and we were talking about this three-point forfeiture of games. And I made the point that you know everybody's trying to lump together Kilmarnock and Saint Mirren and this one and that one. And I think in these times, every incident, every COVID-related incident. Must be treated in its merits Because they are all different And, and there are differences But Bolingoli His crime I suppose technically his crime Was going to Spain When he shouldn't have been But his crime In football's eyes Was coming back Not telling anybody Going to training And then going and playing A game at Kilmarnock It just seems like a bit of a waste of time To worry about whether it was Worse or not yeah, As bad well, as Bolingoli that, that, This is what I'm getting to The bottom line is I would be surprised If we saw George Edmondson And Jordan Jones in a Rangers shirt Any time soon Perhaps Never again um, It is for me A trust issue um, I I think they've let Stephen Gerrard down I think they've let The Rangers supporters down And I think they've let Themselves down And When Bolly Bolingoli Did that at Celtic And he let Neil Lennon And the Celtic fans And himself down His feet didn't touch the ground and he's now in Istanbul awaiting the visit of Manchester United tomorrow night. Far from Neil Lennon's thoughts. I think Jones and Edmondson, the 14 days that he'll have in self-isolation, won't be anything compared to the period of time they have sent to Coventry. Roger, Roger, I beg to differ with one of them. I beg to differ with one of them. I don't, I, Jordan Jones was on his final one on anyway with his behaviour and his attitude. Edmondson... I think we'll, I think Edmondson will come back into our team. Right, I beg to differ. But listen, see what you said about Bongo. I think he got the better of the two anyway because he's got to play Man United instead of playing at Bargate. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> what kind of a deal? I mean, Covid's here to stay and we all know that. Right? And it's a terrible, I mean, right? And people are getting crucified and getting this, that and the next thing. We need to get over this and move on. We want fans back in. We want to get back to watching football. People get, you know what I mean? There's no solution to this at the moment. But to be fair, to be fair though, John, I, I don't know how much these things are, are, are all linked, but I can't imagine the decision makers will look too favourably on football's chances of progressing if players keep breaking the rules. Listen, Nicholas Curgeon doesn't listen to anybody anyway, so no, I mean, she doesn't listen to anybody. She just decides to do what she wants. And I mean, I'm sorry to say that. I'm not asking her to, to listen or, or, or not well, listen. The, listen, the, the Scottish Government actually quick last night to, don't know whether she congratulates the word, praise perhaps, praise Rangers, Rangers yeah, for quick role. action in, in dealing with the, the COVID-2, shall, shall we call it. Um, we're fascinated to hear Stephen Gerrard's take on the whole matter. Um, he'll be speaking I think to club media And to the general media Ahead of the game against Benfica And I would imagine He would have Strong views mm-hmm. on things that have happened In the last 24-48 hours Gordon the thing is We should always strive for balance So John mm. is, is 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 Getting towards the, the right idea on that Because there's, <laughs> These are young guys they, they have been stupid There's no point in them being absolutely crucified And, and everything getting Getting thrown at them It's it's about finding A proportionate response That said You can't just fall off And say Ah well other people Make mistakes as well Other people have broken the rules They didn't harm anyone Big deal Because it is a big deal To a lot of people
It's a massive deal, Gordon. Um, you can't really defend them. What I will say is, I'm with John a little bit. The punishment right now for these two guys, and let's and John's right in what he's saying about, oh, you never done anything. Listen, I've done a lot of things wrong in my life and woke up and regretted it so much the next day it was unbelievable. <laughs> this is not what right? I expected no, tonight's no, show no, to go on. I think, I think everybody has as well. And I think we're these two, as much as they will be punished, as much as people say, well, their careers are over, then that's up to Rangers to decide that. That's, that's, we should got on it. Um, I, I don't I, I don't think you can I know that people are saying well Jordan Jones needs his, his final warning you can't just pick in the saying right okay Jones will put you out but we'll keep Jordan Edmund. I don't think that could be right why I think not because is, it not, just, is that got, not just normal you know well, some people have got goodwill in the tank and some people don't yeah but I, I'm not for that that's everybody's opinion it's up to Rangers to deal with that Gordon it really is. Where these boys, as much as they will be punished, as much as whether their careers are over or not at Rangers, where these guys will be suffering right now, and believe me, and I know that you can't defend them because it's undefendable, but they're sitting in a house now for 14 days and they will be absolutely killing themselves thinking, why did they put themselves in that situation? And that's The obvious thing is, though, Maybe think about that first And then you don't end look, up here Look, I don't know the, the, the ins and outs Whether, you know It looked like they had a couple of drinks before That could kick into play well, None of it really matters uh, no, though, does it? That's, it, that's the point They've put themselves in a position where Me personally, I think you treat the two of them the same As much as people say Well, he's owed a you know, one more than what Jordan Jones is. I don't agree with that. It's up to Rangers to punish them the way. John's they right, feel Roger fit. as well. And we hear you know, duck points and do this and do that. The scattered gun comes out. It's all got a bit manic. What's next? What is going to happen realistically? Realistically, I think I genuinely think this pair might struggle to get back anywhere near the Rangers first team. I don't think Stephen Jenner takes these things lightly. Um, they weren't anywhere near the squad for the Kilmarnock game at the weekend, and that was before their high-profile indiscretion. Um, Stuart Robertson, the Rangers' managing director, said in his statement yesterday it was totally unacceptable behaviour from the pair of them. Um, I think it will be a long, long time, if ever, before you see them back in a Rangers strip. Um, they could well face SFA charges for bringing the game I mean, into probably will if we look at... What was, was Mark Conley Mark the most Conley recent one? Mark United, albeit he actually won his case. And, yeah. um, but... I don't think there was any police involvement in the Mark Conley when this time there has been police involvement. Um, so I wonder if the SFA will feel duty-bound to issue notices of complaint. But this is not the type of thing... I, I, I genuinely can't see the club facing any charges for this because the club effectively haven't breached any protocols that we, you know, clubs did earlier in the season. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Thank you to John on the line. It's Beat the Pundit time. Your chance to win the signed ball and get the bragging rights, to all the praise from everyone. You can brag away that you beat Gordon DL. That's not as much of an achievement as, as beating Roger Hanna would be, but that's what's up for grabs tonight. 01419511025. Your chance to beat the pundit is coming up next, and the lines close at 7, so be quick. 
0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141 951 1025 to get in touch and have your say. Big European games coming up for Celtic and Rangers, so get your thoughts in on them. I'm sure we'll look at them in a bit more detail during the second hour of the show. Stephen Gerrard has broken his silence on the COVID-2 as they've become known Jordan Jones and George Edmondson The Rangers manager has spoken for the first time about that topic I'll fill you in on what he had to say after this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Got some slightly less important business to deal with Granted, but it's important to us We've got... Gordon on the phone And I just wonder um, Are you Roger Hanna's brother Gordon? I'm his uh, twin brother Right because You'll be the, the, the better looking twin <laughs> If such a thing exists no doubt Because it's, it's, no it's Gordon Hanna That we've got on the phone Who is it? And I what? thought Are you from Girvin? I thought oh, maybe the, Come on Ash Queen here Girvin I thought oh, maybe the I thought maybe the brains Would run in the family And we'd have a, a heavyweight clash here Um well, you were certainly looked like heavyweight when you fell off that stool a couple of yeah. weeks ago, for what it's worth. <laughs> now, did you not um, fall off the same stool later on? I think I might have. Uh-huh. Yeah. And do you know what? Actually, that, that was just that was just one of those open goals I couldn't miss. You're actually looking quite trim at the moment, if you don't mind me saying. What? Just, just thought I'd throw that. Do you not think so, no? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My contact lenses need to change. Yeah. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Gordon. No relation. We've got Gordon and Cumbernauld. Uh, we've got Roger and the other Gordon in here Let's see what we are up against tonight We're going to have to toss the coin But first of all One of you two is going to need to give me one Or yeah, producer I'll, Andy's going to have to come in Here I'll give you a quid but I want it but Right hurry up You sanitise that Right yeah. Heads it's Roger Hannah Tails it is have, Gordon DL I still have those old pounds <laughs> It's a pound note he's asked me to flip uh, It is heads It's the battle of the Hannahs The Hannah Derby Good luck Gordon Roger against Gordon It's not battle of the Gordons It's battle of the Hannahs Exactly Right Um he does start on minus one, of course, so let's bear that in mind. I'll give him some Clyde 2 to listen to as well. He's giving me, is that right? He's giving me the, the thumb up, right? Yes, he's got Clyde 2 in his ears. 30 seconds on the clock, Gordon. You're up against Roger, and you can pass. That is really all you need to know. You ready? Yep. Let's do it. Your time starts now. Name any of the teams playing in Scottish League One tonight. Cove Rangers. What is the name of James Forrest's brother who plays for Livingston? Name the last Portuguese team that Rangers played Benfica Where did Celtic sign Lee Griffiths from? Hibernian With 797, who has the most appearances for Aberdeen? Alan McLeish Which African country beat Scotland 3-0 at France 98? Oh, a Okay, okay, let's bring Roger Hanna back Roger, can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Name any of the teams Playing in Scottish League 1 tonight Dumbarton What is the name of James Forrest's brother Who plays for Livingston Alan Name the last Portuguese team That Rangers played Braga Where did Celtic sign Lee Griffiths from Wolves With 997 Who has the most appearances For Aberdeen Bobby Clark Which African country Beat Scotland 3-0 At France 98 Morocco which Scottish League 2 team Currently plays their home matches At Ainsley Park in Edinburgh Edinburgh City Did he get the brains in the family Gordon? That went well eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's my 100% record going 
Oh dear me And do you know what I thought the first one I thought Gordon's from Cumbernauld He might just know Where Clyde are tonight It was wishful thinking Let's find out Just I don't know if Gordon knows where he is tonight Never No he's Cumbernauld He knew that He got that one right Right name any of the teams Playing in League 1 tonight You had the choice of them Barton or Clyde It's uh, nil nil now Because Roger starts on minus one So there's still hope for you At this point Gordon <laughs> What is the name of James Forrest's brother who plays for Livingston? Alan, you both got it. So Gordon is still in it at, qu- at question two. That's the important thing to remember, right? You might want to forget about what happens next. Name the last Portuguese team Rangers played. Braga. Roger goes one up. Lee Griffith signed from Wolves. Roger goes two up. Um, it's Willie Miller. On oh, 757. I went Bobby Clark as well. Yeah, so y- y- there is a, a glimmer of hope, but it's... Going to be dashed pretty quickly Because Morocco beat Scotland 3-0 And Edinburgh City Play out of Ainsley Park So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 A 6 for Roger We take one off Which is 5 And it was a 1 I'm afraid Gordon and Cumbernauld Hardlines uh, Not so good Well done Roger Cheers Gordon That was worth uh, Phoning in Gordon A 1 Listen it's always brave For anyone yeah. to step yeah, up To the plate A lot of people come on here And get nils So you've held your nerve exactly. Brilliantly well Well done Gordon Well done Gordon Don't tell him your second name But hang up quickly It's too late That's the thing We'll let that cat out the bag Early on so Oh Gordon, so it is if, Hannah. God, if Gordon's pals are listening <laughs> um, I think they might be Giving him it tight But anyway thanks a lot Because it is It's harder when you come on here And the pressure's on That's the, that's part of the challenge Gordon in good form He's in good form He knows his stuff I feel better now the heavyweight champion Airways who do one is in good I'll form in, uh, I'll enjoy my dinner What are you having for your dinner today? Uh, you'll certainly look like you enjoy your dinner No, no, what, what you... Because oh. I, was, I was looking at the questions To be honest on I thought you might I, I thought you might just Fall into the trap of going Porto rather than Braga I don't know why I just That was my, my hope That you were going to slip up there Thinking that Porto were in the groups But nah, you were, you were too good to uh, How many games did Miller play? Just 797 You said 997 So you did Did I? Yeah would that have changed that's your answer? That's what threw me I knew Wally well, played 797 Well I said who has the most appearances for, Did I actually say <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah But you said yeah. When you asked Gordon Hanna From Cumbernauld Right You asked him the right question Then you put 900 And, and Gordon still couldn't get it right Gordon right. couldn't, couldn't get anything right tonight You uh, can't even well, get the weather right My humble apologies Who has the most appearances for Aberdeen Is what I should have said I should have just left out <laughs> the number uh, It was Willie Miller anyway Right another victory for Roger Hanna Your chance to beat the pundit on tomorrow night's show 01419511025 At Clyde SSB Now I did say Stephen Gerrard Spoking for the first time About Jordan Jones and George Edmondson's Coronavirus breach They have been suspended by the club as you know They were fined by police as you already know But this is what Stephen Gerrard's had to say on the matter Speaking to Rangers TV tonight So let us know what you think of this 01419511025 Um, Amongst other things he says Obviously I'm disappointed As is everyone at the club The players know they've let themselves down Their families down They've also badly let their teammates And supporters down They'll be punished internally They're apologetic They're remorseful They're full of regret They've made a bad, bad error of judgement I think they're going to regret it for some time The players are going to have to take their medicine And take their punishment like men It's a rebuilding process for them That's just some of the quotes I've, I've kind of picked out Roger, what do you make of it? Um, strong words But Stephen Gerrard We were discussing In the first hour of the show That we thought He would be Unimpressed By the conduct Of Jordan Jones And George Edmondson um, We felt that Stephen Gerrard Would treat this As a trust issue He trusts All of his players To observe the protocols To protect the bubble If you like The bio bubble At the football club 
And these players have stepped out of line And stepped out of line badly The club suspended them yesterday Stuart Robertson yesterday referred to their conduct as Totally unacceptable And now the manager has gone further um, He says not only have they let themselves and their families down But they've let the teammates down They've let the supporters down um, They will remain suspended for the period of their self-isolation And they have a long way back at Rangers yeah, I think the manager handled that very well, Gordon. Uh, obviously, sat back, took his time th- to think what he was going to say to the to the public and probably to the Rangers fans as well. Um, I think he's right in what he's saying. I think everybody agrees with that. Uh, it is a long way back for the two players. Um, the players will be very, very disappointed in their behaviour. Um, they've made a massive mistake. It's undefendable. And the Rangers managers come out and basically said that. So it'll be interesting after the 14 days to see what the future holds for these two guys. Well, let us know what you think on the lines 01419511025. Uh, get in touch, let us know what you make of Stephen Gerrard's words, uh, Rangers fans, and anyone else, because I know that everyone's kind of interested in, in stories of this size. Um, he, he does try to strike a balance, Roger Stephen Gerrard. He seems. Aware of the fact that these guys have made a mistake and are sorry for it, that doesn't change anything. But but he wants to make sure the the reaction, if you like, is is proportionate. Yeah. Um, listen, John, the previous caller before the news spoke about you know jokingly about Bolly and Golly landing in his feet by going to a team that's in the Champions League group stages and playing Manchester United tomorrow night. With the best will in the world, I don't think we'll see Jordan Jones or George Edmondson land up at a club like that. And if George Edmondson ends up back in the lower leagues in England and Jordan Jones ends up back at Middlesbrough or one of the teams he's been at before, I think there will come a day when the two of them will deeply, deeply regret this moment. Stephen Gerrard referred to it, I think, as a great error of judgment. Um, it is certainly that... And it is a, an error of judgment that, to my mind, mm. w- w- will likely cost them their Rangers careers. I don't think it will come a day, Roger. I think the day's here. I think I think the next day these two guys would have realised how wrong they've been and and what they're you know how this has affected not just their careers but affected as Stephen Gerrard says about families and everyone, teammates, everyone involved for them. They won't look into the future in six months and think, do you know what, that was a mistake. These guys are sitting in the house for 14 days knowing, going through yeah. every minute of the day. Roger, I mean, let me be clear, I would never expect Stephen Gerrard to sit there and say, yeah, that's them, they're done, they'll never pull on the shirt again. That that would be unlikely anyway. But I, I do wonder if if you're overstating the the unlikelihood that they play again, that, that phrase that you use, you know, it's a rebuilding process, is that... Is that him leaving the door open? Of course we would welcome the opportunity to question Stephen Gerrard a bit more length well, about it. Listen, Rangers, as they were holding on to their 1-0 lead at Rugby Park on Sunday, finished the game with three centre-halves. None of them were George Edmondson. Wasn't even in the bench. And that's before his indiscretion. A couple of recent interviews, Stephen Gerrard has referenced Nicola Cattage and his recovery from his cruciate injury. He's clearly keen to get Nicola Cattage back involved in the squad as quickly as possible. So for me, that's four centre-halves already ahead of George Edmondson in the pecking order. Um, Jordan Jones, I thought Jordan Jones scored a terrific goal at Fur Park the other week. And I thought this could be the relaunch of Jordan Jones's Rangers career. Since then, he's been conspicuous by his absence again from the first team. Um, you can only think that's because Stephen Gerrard 
sees him in training, sees him round about the place, and isn't convinced he's worthy of a place in the eleven or the eighteen or the European squad. Um, I just think the two of them hmm. now have, you know, probably spent the, the, the last chance at Rangers. Tim Barton have taken a lead against Clyde. Adam Frizzell on 13 minutes. He's just gone back to the club. Uh, former Kilmarnock player as well. He's opened the scoring. And if you're a fan of the coefficient, this has become a thing. We've all started paying more attention than we used to. A good result for us. Shakhtar Donetsk, nil. Munchen Gladbach, five with 65 minutes gone. Basically, we want Ukrainian teams to lose at the moment, uh, based on where we're at in the coefficient table. So uh, let's bring in Eddie, who's a Celtic fan from Air. What's your take on all this Jordan Jones and George Edmondson business, Eddie? Well, firstly, I'm a Celtic fan, and I don't think for one second Rangers Football Club should be held accountable for anything that those two players have done. Rangers Football Club have put a bubble in place, rules in place, and we have totally broke them. So all the nonsense about getting dot points and things thrown at Rangers Football Club needs to stop because only those two players are accountable for their actions. Roger, you go along with that? Yeah, I think that's probably the case. Um, I think with with the benefit of hindsight, um, it could have been a whole lot worse for Rangers. I don't think it could have been much worse for Jones and Edmondson. But it could have been a lot worse for Rangers. As you suggested, Gordon, you painted a picture. You know, what happened if the two of them had gone into mm. the training ground yesterday, having effectively breached the terms of the bubble on, on Sunday night? Um, they didn't. They were subject to police Because, by the way, I, I don't mean to just to kind of partly retract what I said. They may well have come clean after they got caught by the police, but the assumption would be if, you, if they... If they thought it was a good enough idea to, to go to the party or whatever And they hadn't been caught Then they would have gone to training Wouldn't they? Well Bolly Ball and Golly Didn't come clean And this is where the problem Came for Celtic Bolly Ball and Golly Pitched up at Lennox Down to train And then pitched up at Rugby Park To play in a game of football And that was where Celtic if you remember Got a, a fine From Part of it suspended yeah. From so the is, is that the difference then? Is that why Eddie As much as he's a Celtic fan Will get his wish If you like And, and Rangers won't be punished for this Yeah because Rangers the, the duty for the clubs Is to protect their bubble If you like To yep. make sure everyone is biosecure And is fitting in with all the protocols All the testing Everything you need to do In order to continue professional football Now Celtic Through no fault of their own Unfortunately the protocols were breached by Volleyball and Goalie But that was still counted by the SPFL As a, as a Celtic yep. breach if you like Their bubble was breached Therefore they were fined Aberdeen were the same when the COVID-8 Breached their bubble The Rangers bubble has not been breached You can say perhaps Rangers were fortunate that it wasn't We don't know that Certainly looks that way from the outside But Edmondson and Jones As the manager says Guilty of a grave error of judgement so, so Eddie how do we or, or, or can we ever really prevent this stuff Happening again in the future Is it all just about the, 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 To trust individuals is, is that what it's going to have to be Because people would say You know maybe if you do put Strict punishments in place Things that, that would reflect on the club that, that that would act as some sort of deterrent Well These guys have seen what's happened With Aberdeen players All in goalie And they've still done it So Yeah Only their own stupidity to think that they could go out to a public place or go to a private party and not inform the club or anything. You know, it's just darkness. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, 
the, the Scottish Government issued a statement about it yesterday and it, at the end it says we commend Rangers for taking such swift and decisive action in this instance to protect the rest of their squad and the wider public so Eddie's a Celtic fan he's on saying he doesn't think any of this should come back on Rangers it, it doesn't look like it will there's no. nothing to suggest that at the and, I, and I do agree with Eddie I think that uh, clubs like Rangers and all clubs are trying their very best Gordon uh, but when players leave the bubble and leave the training or leave the, the football ground wherever You've got to put your trust in these players And they do know the rules, the regulations I don't even think, you know, punishing a, a, a team Putting it into the laws of punishing a team These guys were beyond that It was a selfish act, what they were doing um, You know, reg- and they're the regretting, of course they are But it's too late just now But you can't look at the teams And you can't look at Rangers, for instance To say, we have to punish him Rangers can't do any more Apart from Put their sole trust into their players to behave in the right way And unfortunately, these two guys haven't Eddie, good to hear from you Hopefully we'll speak to you soon That was Eddie in air 01419511025 Celtic fans, it might be a good time for you to get in touch Because we're going to hear from Mohamed El Yunusi He's been scoring goals recently And we'll tell you what he had to say next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here They're going to have to team up now though For this full time teaser And see what they can come up with It is a difficult question tonight As you would expect of a Tuesday Thank you uh, to everyone who sends these questions in It's such a vital part of uh, making this section of the show work So thank you very much And if you want to keep them coming The address you need is fulltime at Clyde One Com. This guy's got the bit between his teeth recently we, 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 I think we've done about one a week from this guy For the last month or so The crazy pony oh, He's just, he's just pony. emerged from nowhere He's a bit of a teaser fiend And he's been sending them in So listen carefully Should I have the stable door shut? Oh, dear mm. me, that's plenty Since 2000 10 players Played in the SPL Have been capped by a World Cup winning nation But have never played for Celtic or Rangers so 10 players since 2000 have played in the SPL Or the, the, or the Scottish Premiership I assume They've been capped by a, by a World Cup winning nation But have never played for Celtic or Rangers Now they don't have to have won the World Cup obviously It's just that their country uh-huh. must have won the World Cup And they must have been capped Is, am I too, is it Ravenelli? Is it Dundee? You're not as daft as you look sometimes honestly okay. Fabrizio Ravanelli Brilliant Because Played for Dundee Capped by Italy Italy have won the World Cup There you go Boxes ticked Yep Beautiful Are we happy with that? Oh we're very happy with that Good Give us one Roger I'm, just, I'm, I'm holding mine back for oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See this is the thing I, I, I love that answer Because you got it before Roger And it was There's no way There was anywhere near enough time For anyone to text you You couldn't possibly have cheated You actually just do sometimes Know what you're talking about Nah no Sometimes often. Sometimes I just took a wee guess Fabrizio Because I'm having a Mabinoli for my dinner (laughs) (laughs) No We we know what you're having for your dinner Spotted chasing a fish van through the back streets Gordon Dio is almost late for the show Because on the way to the show He he spotted a fish van And he just couldn't help himself And he pulled over (laughs) Ambushed the poor guy uh, And got what, what, What did you go for in the end? Uh, a, a nice slice of haddock, right. and he, d- he dressed it and everything for okay. me. You should see the state of this. A generation, I've never, I've never purchased anything from a fish van. Uh, oh, just, just a gen- is that a generational uh, thing? 
No, I just seen it. I, I was actually could go a bit of fish tonight, and I'm thinking, oh, I need to go. We nearly ran the guy off the road. Yeah, but the, the guy was very helpful, and if he's listening, thank you very much. Right, okay. The, the you, know, you know, I'm the only person from Girvan that doesn't like fish. You don't like fish? No. And you're from the seaside? Yeah. Do you? Did they look at you funny down that way when you try and get back in? And that's why I had to move to Glasgow. I, I think I'm a, you a, an oddball. Quite right, yeah. You don't know what you're missing out on, right? Ravenelli, back to the question if you don't mind. Come on, Roger, give us yours. You're officially Until he gets one You're better at the full time teaser Than Roger Hanna's Oh Were you playing a wee game there Hanna man Who Oh I'm just waiting to give mines later You've not really got one Of course I don't have one (laughs) 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 Wonderful night I'll throw it out there And see what Twitter's got Since 2000 10 players have played In the Scottish top flight They've been capped By a World Cup winning nation But they've never played For Celtic or Rangers Guys like Fabrizio Ravanelli. He's the only one we've got so far. We're about to hear from Celtic's Mohamed Ilyanusi. So, Celtic fans, uh, if you want to talk about him or general goings on at your club, now is the time. Let's bring in Alan and Irvin, though, because he's hanging on the line. Uh, Alan, what have you got for us tonight? Uh, evening, guys. Um, just a wee thing the previous call there. I thought it was really nice to him coming on and obviously saying that, obviously. Jordan Jones and George Evans haven't breached the, the bubble. They've obviously let themselves down great bashly the and the team, but just see, I've been thinking, I was having a wee chat with one of the guys that I work with today, and I think Jordan Jones probably won't play for us again. I think Evans still has a chance because he's not really done anything bad. I think there's obviously, there may be an attitude actually there with Jordan Jones because obviously after that silly tackle last year against Celtic, and then he worked himself back into the team and stuff like that. The manager showed a bit of faith in him and let him. He's up, there, there has to be something in the background there. I don't know whether it's an attitude, but I reckon he, he's played his last game for us. Um, I don't think he'll play again. I think Edmondson will be out very well. He'll probably play with the reserve team, I think. But I don't think, I think you'll probably see Jordan Jones going away in January. And I quite, I, I think so because... I think that's the right thing to do because you can only give somebody so many chances and I think the Madrid team have showed the good faith in him and he's just basically threw it back in their face. It was just to see what, what you guys thought on Yeah, that. I mean, I, I've seen, I've heard that theory as well, Roger. Does a lot of that come down to what was said between Stephen Gerrard and Jordan Jones in the aftermath of, of the Moritz Bauer tackle? We know Stephen Gerrard wasn't impressed, but what we don't know is if Stephen Gerrard said to him, you're on your last warning You know that This is your last chance Don't step out of line again Until we know Specifically Are people just putting Two and two together Yeah And I actually thought We spoke about the goal That Jordan Jones scored recently In the win at Motherwell And I genuinely thought That day This could be the start Of a second chance At the club For Jordan Jones And yet Just Five weeks Four weeks Down the line It looks as if He's finished at the club it, it, For me it's a trust issue Stephen Gerrard Invests Trust in players On the field and off the field And I think if you abuse that trust Then you're at risk of being Pushed out of the circle of trust Shall we say So Gordon? what's your point Roger Do you think the two of them Would be punished the same Because a lot of people are Making a difference I think the two of them Would be punished the same so for, their, for their involvement well, In this incident Going forward though You can mm-hmm. only really I, I, You think I, there's I, a second there's chance ne- never a, Players very very seldom get sacked They won't be sacked but I, I wouldn't surprise me if the two of them in January yeah. were sent out on loan and beyond that, they might find themselves out of the football club for good. Yeah, because surely, Gordon, you're, you're sort of standing within the club. Even your your ability or, or how you fit in will come into this. Not in terms of punishment. You're right. They're going to be 
Whatever the financial penalty is For instance I'd imagine mm. Looking at it from the outside they'll, they'll get the same But but football is Multi-layered You know they, they, At some point They're going to have to Find their way back in And if Stephen Gerrard Doesn't want to let One of them back in But thinks there's room For the other one to get back in Then that can still happen surely Yeah it can uh, It's down to the manager Gordon um, Who decides Who's You know It, it may be the case that Jordan Jones was his last one I don't know I, I'm i with Roger a little bit here I think that Rangers will probably look in January And I'd be surprised if the two of them weren't let out and loan You know, with a permanent mm. deal in the future um, The manager may look at that completely different He might look for a reaction of these players He might already have made up his mind but I would be surprised if they weren't out and loan. I I don't think they'll play this season. Put it that way. So, so Alan, you can definitely see George Edmondson playing for Rangers first team again at some stage. I, I think so. I think he's he's, he's made an error of judgment. He's not. Um, I think it's. I I think so. I think he's still young and he's a bit. Uh, He'll have a chance, I think. He's always made a great error of judgment, as of mm. both of them. But I just think that there has to be something there with the George and Jones situation, just given going the past how he's not featuring the team. I know he was injured and stuff like that. But there's obviously got to have been something there in the background to stop him. He's obviously built, he's worked hard to get that back in. As the guy said, he's just basically literally threw it down the pan. But I see as well, I think he's... he's after the Motherwell game, you would thought, oh, he's going to he's going to come on to a game and things like that, and hopefully that semi's got that wee spell that he needed. But see, we us having such we've got strength and depth in the wing the wings position now. He's probably uh, for, just for me. I think yeah. he'll not be back for us. I think Edmondson's got a chance because he's not done anything or there's not been any issues with him out in the past that we know of. So I just think it's obviously it must be down to an attitude problem then because yeah, well, it's. No, sorry, Alan. I was going to say it certainly will be will be interesting to see it. I suppose we won't get an answer anytime soon. I mean, Stephen Gerrard might address it directly, but the, the proof will be in in how they manage to to come back or not in the weeks and months ahead. Thanks a lot to Alan in Irvine. Um, any more on the teaser quickly? Yeah, what about the Hibs uh, guy Frank? Who was against Frank Sozzi? Sozzi. Frank Sozzi. Yes, ah, Hibs in France. Beautiful, Roger. Um, what about Stephen Colker? Yes, Dundee. And England Okay we'll leave it there Let's hear from Mohamed Elianoussi The Celtic winger uh, Insists he's Not considering What's going to happen At the end of the season um, Because You know Ralph Hassenhutl's Made comments About potentially Going back to Southampton um, He's rediscovered His scoring touch recently And uh, he's just happy To be contributing In Glasgow at the moment I haven't had much Contact uh, You know I'm just focused on myself What I can do here You know uh, And what I can do For the club that's the main thing for me. Uh, whatever happens next season, that's you now it's in the future. Uh, but of course, I'm I'm watching what they're doing and they're doing really well. My main focus is to play as well as possible for 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 the club here where I am. Uh, I'm enjoying my time here and I try to do my best every game. So that's that's my main focus. You now, whatever happens in the future, I mean, we will come to that later on. Uh, so uh, as long as I. Keeping well, that's the most important thing. Uh, and like I said, we can talk about that later on. Now, El Yunusi scored in both Celtic's Europa League matches so far, but with just one point from those games, he says the importance of Thursday's game against Sparta Prague isn't lost on the players. Well, we need to keep the momentum going. Uh, like I said, we're in good shape, uh, in good form now. Um, 
So uh, we're expecting a tough game. Obviously, uh, this is a, a big game for both of us and both of the teams. Try to win the game, to, to you know, to still have the possibility to go through. Uh, so, um, so we're expecting a tough game uh, against a, a good team. Everyone knows the meaning of this game, uh, in particular. Uh, so it is very important for us. Uh, we know that. Anything else than a, than, a, than a win would be disappointing. Um, but we, we are confident, uh, you know. Uh, we just have to go out there and, and do our job uh, and keep the momentum going. He's having a good spell in front of goal, Gordon, you have to say. Goal against Aberdeen, two against Lille, one against uh, Milan as well. So he's, he's he's shown what he's capable of, certainly. Yeah, he's a little bit like Marmite, Gordon, for some supporters, love him or hate him. I think that when he plays... He's a, he's a real good talent um, His goals of Especially the first one Last uh, last week in Europe Was was brilliant uh, He pops up with important goals He's one of these players On his forum He is a top class footballer But He has spells where People question You know Obviously the big tag of the money That Southampton paid for him Coming back to Celtic But I think he's an important player for Celtic. I really do. Yeah, I'd have him in the team. Yeah, I'll totally definitely have him in the team. I know what you mean. Some sometimes wingers, wide players, you know, players like that they they can blow hot and cold. They can come in and out of games. But I remember him before his injury last season, dominating. I think it was a League Cup semi final against Hibs at Hamden, and he, he was you know showcased everything. He looked a sixteen million pound player that day, and then he suffered the injury and his issues with his form in the last week. He's looked like a £16 million player again And uh, if he can continue that form He will be a huge asset for Celtic this season And on the game I think that does go without saying Roger Going away to Lille is actually a really good point Because they are they, they yeah. were the top seeds in Celtic's group weren't they? No Celtic, uh, Celtic were top seeds Sorry the, the, the next best seed if you yeah. like um, yeah. AC Milan Not the way Celtic wanted it to go Celtic weren't in a particularly great place in Milan And Milan were And are a decent yeah. side You're at home now to the Bottom seed in the group that That's that's the game you, you certainly have to win And then you try and build elsewhere Yeah And I, I think if Celtic can win Home and away against Sparta Which isn't beyond them Then you suddenly find You've got seven points From four games um, You've got a home game To come against Lille To finish it off And you've suddenly got a chance Of qualifying And, and after losing On match night one At home to Milan You know you, you wouldn't really have fancied much For Celtic's chances I think if they can take Maximum points from Sparta Definitely within their capability They're right back in this group Yeah I mean Gordon I'm thinking about the build up to the Or even the Full time against Milan Which was mm-hmm. what My arithmetic's not Just under two weeks ago mm-hmm. Obviously um, the, the contrast in, in how Celtic felt about themselves then To tonight I would imagine Would be would be quite significant Yeah uh, They've grown from that Gordon They were coming in for All sorts of criticism and sometimes when you're Celtic and you set the, the bar that high, then you expect that to happen. If results aren't going well and you're losing goals and you look you look like you're not playing particularly well, players were coming in for individual criticism, they had to be strong. Uh, they got important players back. I said last week against Lille, I thought they were, they were really, really good. I thought their shape looked very good indeed. They got the goals. People say, well, they were 2 0 up. I thought it was a great result. Something to build on. First half against Aberdeen, it looked like they were back to their best. Edward 
I know that his form hadn't been great, but just his presence in the team, Christie gets that wonder goal. Listen, there's a lot more to come from Celtic, and uh, I think Neil Lennon will be delighted with the response. I suppose in, in recent times, Roger, the last couple of games, it would be a combination of getting your match winners back, the guys who have not been available, Ryan Christie and Odson Edward, and then getting more from your match winners who were already there, but maybe weren't in great form, El Unice being a good example of that. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. And for, for Celtic to come back, both in the Europa League group and you know playing catch-up in the Premiership, they'll they need all their players to hit the ground running. They'll be happy with the flashes they've seen from Edward in the last game in a bit. Um, an hour or so against Aberdeen A wee while off the bench against Lille He's edging by Christie Terrific goal at the weekend And El Yunusi, You know the, the first goal in Lille was Was a fantastic goal from Celtic And, and from the lad in, individually So you know Those players look as if they're firing If they can keep the back door shut As they did against Aberdeen on Sunday Having lost was it 10 goals in the previous four games That will Take the heat off El Yunusi and Christie and, and Edward and mean they don't have to score three goals or, t- or two goals to win every game. Celtic fans, we're here until eight o'clock, so there's still plenty of time to get your thoughts in, whether it's on individuals like El Yunusi, the performance at the weekend, perhaps looking ahead to Thursday. We'll do the lot. 01419511025. Now's a great time uh, to get that call in. What about you two mm. on tonight's teaser? The question is this since 2010 players have played in Scotland's top flight. They've been capped by a World Cup winning nation But they've never played for Celtic or Rangers So guys like Stephen Cocker, Dundee, capped by England mm. Frank Sozzi, Hibs, capped by France And Fabrizio Ravanelli, Dundee, capped by Italy I'd go a long road for this but i hopefully get it right I'm talking about Celtic, Aberdeen I watched Leicester last night Madison come on for Brendan Rodgers' side Did Set up he... one of the goals didn't he? Yeah did he played with England and he's played Aberdeen? Is that am I correct in that? Can't yeah. argue with that. Brilliant. James Madison. Well done. Aberdeen and England. And I thought that was a text he was getting for the fish fan. Ah, it's funny that. Um, yeah. I like how he pretends that he's shown he's working. Got, just to, to, to uh, going uh, back to Daz's superb answer at the start of Ravenelli. What about his manager, Ivano Benetti? No. No. There must have been a few up there Duff signed a few, didn't he? What about uh, Guillermo Amor Livingston in Spain? <laughs> yes Brilliant yeah. I thought you <laughs> Who? <laughs> Say that again Guillermo Amor Guillermo Amor Guillermo Amor Guillermo Amor Went for Barcelona Then came to Livingston It was his dream move As you do Seriously The only would, boy in his small year? Catalan village Who dreamed of playing for living You've never heard of him, have you? Never, no What year? Don't tell me last year I'll, No I'll show Don't be ridiculous oh, Early early 2000s When Livy first came up 2003 four maybe Oh no yeah. never, No I'd have been here all night getting that I'd, I'd, See if I come out with that You would have Accused me of cheating quite rightly Yeah so. What about You, you can't even pronounce it Never no, mind no, da, Daz mentioned Sozy What about some of the boys At Hibsworth and David Zatelli No Hmm And some more The, the, the uh, Caballero was never Camp Valentina nah. was he No what, what, Do we go back to 2000 Back to 2000 Since 2000 what about Cocard at Comarnock? No. Oh, yeah, go- oh, no, 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 shh, Gordon. What were you going to <laughs> no, say? No, no, I'm not Tell even going to say. No, 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 Because we can't, we no, can't no, laugh at you because it's kind of the, no, no, the, no, the, no, the no, momentum's gone out just, I've just clicked in there, sorry. I, I actually thought he was English, but he's not. Who? He's Danish. It's <laughs> Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that English, that, 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 that English gentleman. Uh, I was thinking of Leicester again, Gordon. But I'll tell you what, I'll give you some thinking time. We'll get the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 
0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, Outlaw Pete and Stephen Lyons, a few uh, quite rightly telling me I was talking absolute nonsense when we're talking about the, the pots that Celtic's opposition came out of. I suppose in a roundabout way, as much as I did make a backside of it, that kind of highlights the, the, the challenge, Roger, that, that AC Milan were a pot three team in Lille. We're a pot 14 Yeah listen, That's thought, probably where I've um... I actually thought Both old firm teams Get difficult draws I thought they were quite You know Exciting draws But they were difficult And I think You know Celtic met Milan At an awkward time for Celtic And a good time for Milan And lost the game But I think you should take Encouragement from the point In, L- in Lille And Looking ahead to the home, home and away against Sparta If you can emerge with 7 points From the 4 games with Lille still to come at Celtic Park, they've a chance. And as for Rangers, I mean, Rangers and Benfica are sitting top six points each. Rangers can actually lose both games to Benfica and still be second in the table. Uh, what about this teaser? How are you getting on? Uh, some great answers on Twitter. Loads of people uh, taking part in this one. Commons boys throwing in uh, Ian Wright. He played for Celtic, so it has to be ones that didn't play. Um, Colin Johnson's throwing a good few names in. He's got, he went for Cockard and Caballero. Did you go for them as yeah, well? Yeah. Um, I think Craig Fillwood's gone for Victor at St Mirren. Remember oh, that? That name? was nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah too 80s, early. Uh, Craig Scott. A couple of people. Craig Scott and Fraser Van. I oh, love these going down memory lane. Some of these names. Fabian Yantorno. Um, but no, no is, is the answer. Is Mike New? When was he? Nope. England. He'd be a bit earlier, wouldn't was he? Nineties, I think. Aberdeen. What about the lad Michael Ricketts? Played for England nah. once No Maybe we're up here um, Good question isn't it Jay no. Rodriguez played up here But it was only in the lower leagues with Stirling Yeah not Jay Rodriguez Yep Any more for any more We should know this Daz We really should No we shouldn't Goalies You always shout goalies oh, every time we're struggling. Goalie. You love a goalie don't you Love a goalie Goalies, Gordon? Yeah. yeah I told yeah. you. Always yeah. a goalie in there. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. A crazy pony you, couldn't go by a Tuesday night without a goalie. He loves a goalie. He does love a goalie, his boy. Right. Are, are, are we still on this question? If you, if you want to be. There's an English one in there, an English okay. player in there. If you say so. I can see him in his English, that white England top, playing at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute rubbish And then he comes off He gets a big move up to Scotland Who is it Roger? You're hopeless honestly You really are England goalies Come on Right we'll leave it there I'll give you some thinking time You spent way too long on it The I idea know. is you're meant to Fire through them and John Ruddy Yes oh, I I'm teed it up for you Lovely Motherwell in England So what we've got One, two, three, four uh, still to get um, Right so Big news today Really was the, the Scotland squad We've been hearing from Lots of you On the, the coronavirus situation We heard from Mohamed El Yunusi Quite recently as well Something which is Well I think it is interesting Roger Is that the SPFL Have published results Of this questionnaire And Unsurprisingly It finds no consensus From clubs On how to deal With more COVID-19 issues And impacts of the season For instance Out of the 42 clubs uh, 20 Only 20 agreed That they'd be content To give the SPFL board At this stage Power to curtail the season Um, 17 clubs said They'd be content To give the board power To void the season 12 um, In favour of the board Being granted powers To manage Further covid 
related disruption The one that's um, Big if you like at the moment Or relevant Only four clubs in favour Of the SPFL board Being given the power to impose A 3-0 defeat On any club not fulfilling a fixture So Democracy doesn't always work when it comes to Scottish football and finding ways forward. Well, listen, it does work because they've been allowed a vote and they've all cast their vote. Um, unfortunately for the SPFL board, it hasn't gone the way they wanted it and they haven't got the executive powers they craved. That's a couple of occasions now they've gone to the clubs and asked um, and a couple of occasions they've been told no. Um, the clubs, listen, they're effectively 42 businesses and those businesses... Want to make important decisions When they know all the facts um, They will want to know If the season is going to be curtailed Where their club stands At that period of time Gordon Because if they are first in the league They might well want the season to stop If they are bottom of the league In all likelihood they won't want the season yeah, to I, stop I get Gordon. all that so, so, uh, so how on earth are we ever supposed to reach any sort of consensus And, and put any plan in place um, You're not and you mm-hmm. won't Great okay so I think now So what happened last year could very well happen again Yeah but I think Brilliant. Listen I think that was always going to be the case Because you know we spoke about The Covid to Ibrox being a trust issue This too is a trust issue And each of the clubs In my opinion Don't have enough trust In their fellow clubs um, To hand you know To, to Call, call these things the way they want them They want all the information on board Before they make their own decision No surprise that when the season Finished up at the tail end of last year Among the teams keen for it to finish up Were Celtic um, Sorry Celtic, Dundee United Wraith Rovers and Cove Rangers Who were all top of the leagues And teams not so keen for it to finish Were Hearts, Partick and Stranraer The teams who are going to suffer by going down um, That is just common sense and I think clubs are wary about handing over executive powers in case they end up as the Hearts, Partick and Stranraer of this season. Gordon, all we've heard from, from fans and, and pundits and various sources all season long or for the last few months is um, let, let's just get a plan in place. Let's make sure that we don't find ourselves where we were last March. We just need to get something in place. Teams need to know where they stand. And by... Looking at that today and listening to Roger, well, that's just not going to happen. Pie in the sky stuff, by the looks of it. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could get around the table and get some plans made for going forward, Gordon. But you're right, there are 42 clubs out there with different ideas, uh, different opinions, and we can't get where we want to be because we should have it in plan. We should have it set so that everyone knows. People will argue it should have been done at this, the start of the season. But it's very difficult when everybody's voting in different directions. So I'm with Roger. I think we just need to go just now. And I don't know if we can find an answer. And it'll be very interesting if we don't finish the season. We have to get through this again. I mean, don't get me wrong, Roger. I have a degree of sympathy in the sense that it's a, it's a highly complex situation, a fluid one. It changes and it moves very often but how, how does this pan out then is everyone just crossing their fingers and hoping for the best is that it is that what is that what we've got yeah it really is um i actually don't blame the clubs for this because we spoke about a couple of weeks ago about you know potential punishments for clubs for you know basically bringing in this 3-0 forfeiture if you like gordon and i said at the time I don't think You better finish fair. there I, I, we've, I didn't realise how far off we were uh, mm. The time is running out You better oh, quickly On the teaser Right, Dundee United in France 
captain of United France oh, oh, oh. Position oh, Striker played with Liverpool Forgettable oh. spell up here Florence Cinema Pongo oh, Remember course, yeah. Right Hearts and France You should get this Goalkeeper Hearts and France Valois eh? Russi Russi Right Livy in Argentina Oh Zarate Yes And the last one Dundee in Argentina Oh, it's one of the boys. Uh, beat Carranza. Yes, Gordon Diel's never heard of him either, have you? No. Nah, I didn't think so. Uh, that was a bit frantic at the end. Thank you very much, Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel. Thank you for all your calls. Another extremely busy night in the phones. Extremely busy on Twitter as well. Thanks as always. We will be back tomorrow, building up to a huge night of Europa League action uh, from six o'clock. So we'll speak to you then. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>